We'll do today in the Yemei Chabad, we'll do on the 18th day of Kislev, which is the uh, Yorzeit, the day of passing of Reb Yosef Yitzchok of Urvuch, or how they pronounce it, Uvruch. He was the son of the Tzemach Tzedek, the fifth son of the Tzemach Tzedek, uh, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchok was the fifth son of the Tzemach Tzedek, and yet, and his yard site is on the 18th day of Kislev. Now, this involves uh, the Rabbi Yosef Yitzchok, and his family is very closely tied in to the older Chabad families, as we're going to see his connection. It's not only that he was a son of the Rebbe the Tzemach Tzedek, he was the fifth son of the Rebbe the Tzemach Tzedek, but there was also some, I guess, uh, disagreements between when he married, because the Yosef Yitzchak, the son of the Tzemach Tzedek, ended up marrying the daughter, the, the, uh, the, the daughter of Yaakov Yisrael of Cherkas, who was the son of Reb Mordechai Chernobyl, he was born, Yosef Yitzchak, the fifth son of the Tzemach Tzedek, was born in the year Tov Kuf Pei Beis in the city of Lubavitch. And as we said, he was the fifth son. He married the rabbits and Chana, Yosef Yitzchak, the fifth son of Merchana, who was the daughter of Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Mecharkas. And his wife, Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Mecharkas, was the rabbits and Dvoraleya, who was a daughter of the Mitla Rebbe of Dov Ber. So, uh, so now, after they got married, the son of the Tzemach Tzedek, who was born in, we're just saying, his yard site, we're talking about him today, who married Chana, who was the daughter of Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael and Cherkas, and Dvoraleya, who was the daughter of the Mitla Rebbe, uh, the father-in-law, who was... Yaakov Yisrael of Cherkas was Rabbi Yitzchak Yitzchak's father-in-law. He had offered him many years to take care of all of his needs. He would sit and study. Now, olden days, uh, they would have the father-in-law if they can afford it or they wanted to. They would pay for all the expenses, and the uh, Rabbi Yitzchak Yitzchak. Uh, he would taken care of, and his family were taken care, care of for many years. He, they took care of them. Now, here we come to a little bit of a disagreement. While the Tzemach Tzedek wanted the previous, the Yosef Yitzchak, his son, to stay in Lubavitch, the father-in-law, Yaakov Yisrael Vacherkas, wanted his son-in-law to move to where he lived, Okay. He didn't agree. He wanted him to go to live where he lived, to live, live together with him. And I guess, you know, even then, money talks. <laughs> I don't know. So he, they went out, and he moved from, from Lubavitch to his father-in-law's, uh, to his father-in-law's home. And uh, in the year Tafresh Yutes, he was all of 36 years old, he was forced by his father-in-law, that's what it says here, he was forced by him to accept a Rebbe's 
position because his father was a Polish Rebbe. He was Yakisov Mecherkas. He was in the dynasty of Remot Chachinobel from the Ruzhiner. He was in that dynasty. So even while his father was still alive, that Tzemach Tzedek was still in the city of Lubavitch, he began, became an Admur for a group of Hasidim in the city of Uvruch. That's why he's known, if I pronounce it correctly, that's why he's known as Rabbi Yosef Yitzchok from Uvruch. And he wasn't like in the style of the Hasidic Chabad. One of the big differences, I mean, there's, first of all, there's a style, there's just a different style. It doesn't mean that there is, you know, a fundamental difference, but it's mostly in a style. But one of the, uh, in, in, in the Chabad Hasidic uh, a lot is expected from the individual uh, chassid. You know, you, you're expected to do a lot of the work yourself. The Rebbe guides you, uh, but the Rebbe doesn't do it for you. <laughs> Each individual needs to work hard, and uh, the Rebbe is mostly as a support, as a guide who, who helps you out. There's a lot of studying that the Hasidim do, a lot of Hasidis that they study, they, they get involved. A lot is demanded to work with yourself on your own. Whereas the Polish Hasidis, a lot of it is like the Rebbe does things for you, sort of. You know, he prays for you, he, he does, and it's not so much as expected of the individual. A lot of, you know, like in the Tish over there by the Polish, they give out, you know, a lot of times they would give like from their food, uh, that they eat, they would give the leftovers, like they call, they call it shirayim, that's supposed to be a very uh, special to eat the leftovers from a tzaddik, from a holy person, their leftovers, and it, it built, around was built about just benefiting and taking from the, from the tzaddik, I'm not sure if I'm describing it 100% the correct way, but it was a difference between uh, Polish, uh, the, the murim, they call the Polish chassidim, and there at Murim, and so he was sort of left the Chabad, this Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak sort of left the Chabad style, and and but the way it says is here, he was basically actually forced because during his father's lifetime he shouldn't have probably uh, become Rebbe uh, out of respect that his father is still around, but. His father-in-law, I guess, being from the Polish uh, Rebbes, they needed him to do what they needed to do. And again, he became that. Um, the, they later on, the uh, Rabbi Yisif Yitzchak from Ovruch, uh, which, uh, and, and the Rebbes in Chana, they had later on a daughter whose name was Sterna And this Sterna became the wife of the Rebbe Rashab. Hence, he was the mother of the Rebbe Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak. Uh, so you see that uh, notwithstanding, the families continue to intermarry, uh, meaning to marry one another. So the Rebbe uh, Marash took for his son, which the Rebbe Rashab's, so his daughter-in-law was the um, was uh, was uh, was Ternesora, was the daughter of Yosef Yitzchak and from Uvruch, and she became the wife of the Rebbe Shab and the mother of Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak. Uh, in one of the re- previous Rebbe's talk, uh, the uh, previous Rebbe related that my father, which is the Rebbe Shalom Ber, he spoke very highly and the great uh, values 
of his father-in-law because he married Ternasara, so his father-in-law was the Admur Yosef Yitzchak. So he spoke very highly of him and how what the diligence and the uh, uh, in the study of Torah and refined character, beautiful, beautiful character. And the most outstanding was his trait of humility. Uh, he also uh, related to me, says the previous Rebbe, all the stories that his father, which is the Rebbe Maharaj, uh, told him about his brother, Yosef Yitzchak, that was the Rebbe Maharaj's brother, about what a great person he was. Uh, and he would tell his son, the Rebbe Rashab, that your father-in-law, this Yosef Yitzchak, he would tell him uh, is a person who of strong, labors a lot in the service of Hashem. While he was at his father-in-law, uh, at Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael of Cherkas, his father-in-law once asked him, how do you daven? I guess, you know, he was trying to figure out, how do, how do you daven? He says, well, most of the time I daven with a minion. You know, he says, one of the things that the Hasidim were known, they used to take long to daven. Sometimes the davening was so long that they couldn't daven with a minion. So his father asked him, how do you daven? Do you daven? He says, well, most of the time I daven with a minion. So he says. Now, the minion is called a tzibur. A tzibur means a community. Yeah. So what happens? One time, when Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael was already after the davening, he called his son-in-law to come to him. And the person he sent came back and he said that he's uh, still davening. And then, uh, long as, that was the style of Chabad, the Chassidus, that's already saw in, 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 in by his father. And after uh, uh, a while, he sent him again. And again, it took a while, he sent him again, he still, he's still davening. And then a third time, he's still davening. So, when he finally finishes davening, he comes to his father-in-law, he says, but you told me that you daven with a minion, you told me, you still you daven in the tzibur, here you're sitting and davening like that. So the Rabbi Yisrael, the Avodah, he told him, my father, the Tzemach Tzedek, told me in the name of his grandfather, of the Alter Rebbe, that what does it mean, Tfilah B'Tzibur? Tzibur means to gather, gather the community together. But it says the inner meaning of gathering together means that you have to gather all things that you got to sort out and that you got to elevate in your davening. And he says, to the extent I'm able to Aidavan Bitsibur. Bitsibur meaning Aidavan, I collect all the different items that are necessary to Davan properly. Um, during the uh, Tishrei in Tofresh Lamed Zayin, he got sick and he um, sort of from time, from time to time he got even more sick and then it was on Monday, the 18th of Kislev, he passed away. We're talking about this Rabbi Yosef Yitzchok of Ovrich, the fifth son of the Tzemach Tzedek, and his, he was interned in the city of Ovrich, yeah? What? I don't know if you're going to get to this, but yeah. the connection between these two dynasties. No, so the, the Baal Shem Tov, no, the Baal Shem Tov started the Hasidic dynasty. Right. So Hasidic. the Baal Shem Tov should be like above over here, over both. Right. And his follower was the Magid of Mizrich. The Mainly Hasidim, Nashner Zalman, 
as well, the Alter Rebbe, as well as all the other lines that came from the Magid, they're not blood uh, relationships to the but Bashem Tov. But this is blood. But this yeah. is blood relationship. The, yeah. the Alter Rebbe, yeah? Yeah, from... Uh, but he's not blood lineage to here. Didn't he considered, he called him his grandfather yeah, on a spiritual level, not on a They're not blood related. No. They're not brothers. Not until here. down here. Yeah. No, but then later on, they all become blood. Within the Rebbe's, it's all blood, blood, blood related. It's all they, they but passed did, down. Did Le Chabad start the same time the Baal Shem Tov started? No, the Chabad is the third down. generation. Right. It's the third generation after the Baal Shem Tov. Right. You had the Baal Shem Tov. Yeah, the Magid of Mizrich, right. and then you have the Shneir Zalman. Now, the Magid of Mizrich, who was the follower of the Baal Shem Tov, he had gathered around him uh, a large number of very highly qualified, outstanding scholars and holy people. Sure. And they weren't necessarily, they weren't blood-related. They were just right. great, outstanding scholars of those days. These great outstanding scholars who went to the Magad of Mizrich, uh, they all eventually, or mostly, they all became heads of dynasties which separated from them. While there was the two of them, uh, Reb Mendel Horodok from Vitebsk and uh, Reb Avram Kalisk, those were two great of the students. Uh, and again, there were a lot of differences in in views with the um, with the conduct and behaviors and there's, there's a lot of stories we can't cover everything right. in one time and we're learning also as we're going on but they moved to Israel and they founded the Israeli Hasidic community over there um, but the rest of them all started each one Their became own, own uh, the the leader and their children and then the dynasties, they, they broke up and they split up more and more. And there was a lot of, you know, there was some internal strife and conflicts, you know, that, that, that go on like you see today. There's, I mean, I'm not saying that today. There is different Rebbes and there's different views. And mostly it's actually people that are closely related that are the biggest fights because each one What's claims to be the one. I, I'm not going to say no, no, it no, no, in no, a... No. In a simple but way, but each one. Magid Mizrich. The Magid Mizrich, yeah. The second generation, right? Yes, and right. Then, the Shneir Zama came after that. He was related to Magid Mizrich? No, 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 no he was all the disciples. But the re- I read someplace that even the ones that weren't Hasidic, like the, um, the Soloveitchik movement, there's, the, there's also a the descendant. There's also some blood lineage going back into here, but they didn't go in the same way. I don't know okay, I'm not an expert on this yeah, history. Yeah, I'm barely, barely know the Chabad. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? But maybe we'll get there someday. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot, lot of interesting a lot of interesting history. I remember we used to have a an elderly fellow who used to live ne- near our house, and uh, especially sukkah time, he would come. They didn't have a sukkah, so he'd come to our sukkah, and that guy was a memory, a phenomenal, a photographic memory. He never forgot it. Item a detail. He knew every Polish Rebbe and all the dynasties and all the stories and everything else. He would sit there, we would sit with open mouths and listen yeah, to listen his. But he knew, you know, right. uh, the, all the different, you know, there is so many different names, so many different. You need to be able to picture this and have it in your head. So 
I'll stick me time to Chabad. Yeah. And when, what it is that that's <laughs> we're done with that, we'll we'll go further. Yeah. I have